Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast live on Facebook, YouTube and Twitter and later on our podcast channel. If that is where you're listening through, please remember to like and subscribe to the channel. I'm Andrew Musgrove and I'm joined by Mark Douglas. It is just moments after the preliminary hearing to Newcastle United's cat case against the Premier League regarding the Saudi back takeover. Uh, it's finished, wrapped up. Uh, there's not going to be a decision made today on whether the case gets a day to go ahead, gets delayed, gets thrown out. That's going to happen over the next days, potentially weeks, while uh, the man in charge makes his decision and will give us a summary when he does have uh, a decision. Mark, there was plenty to discuss um, about what's happened this afternoon, plenty of key points. Uh, I guess the first place to start is the fact that we have a date confirmed for the arbitration. This is the other legal avenue Mike Ashley is going down to try and get this takeover passed through and it is the 3rd of January although someone has just pointed out that the 3rd of January might actually be a bank holiday so it's likely to be the 4th but nonetheless we have a date and that is probably the biggest thing to take away from today. Yeah I, I, I think arbitration is much more likely to settle the, the key issues which was referred to time and time again in the in the CAT case which is effectively the separation of um, whether the PIF is separate from the from the Saudi state, um, you know, this was the first time I think that we've heard publicly some of those arguments. Obviously, it's been very well reported um, for for a long time that the, the separation our issue is very much the the, the one that will set that, that has been the key sticking point that has that has um, stopped this this takeover from going through. But now we've got that, you know, in in very much uh, it's, you know certain terms that, that, that that is the case. So the arbitration really is the route that's going to going to settle that an independent arbitration will decide whether that's the case or not and will decide whether the um, Saudi state has to go through the owners and directors test and obviously if the Saudi state is judged to be a director of uh, Newcastle United then the take will not happen because they, they do not want to go through the owners and directors test so in that sense we have clarity um, on when it is which is good because previously we'd only heard it was early 2022 and I think that that's what everybody needs now you know we, we've all sat through well not all of us but, but thousands of us, as, as, as we said at the end, have sat through sort of almost eight hours of evidence today, uh, eight hours of arguments by uh, QCs for um, St. James's Holdings Limited, which is Mike Ashley's holding company um, that owns Newcastle United and the Premier League. And, you know, how much longer, how, how many more of these things can we can, can we have before we actually get a decision? I mean, today was fascinating because it was the first time anybody's really talked in public and in the open about this whole takeover deal and for me that's absolutely scandalous that this is the first time you know we're almost 15 to 16 months on from when the initial deal broke and this is the first time that anybody's ever really talked about some of the substantive issues behind it so you know kudos to to pushing through the cat case because it is the first time that any fan has heard these arguments go through but it, it shouldn't come to that definitely seems that the arbitration is going to be as you say the main route i mean the argument today put forward by uh, St. James's Holden Limited's QC, Daniel Jowell, seems to be that uh, he wants, obviously, to see this competition case given the green light by the, the CAT Tribunal panel, but not until, or not to get a start date until after the arbitration is concluded, at which that point he says the case may or may not go ahead. Um, he's talking about the, the CAT case there. And um, he would take stock or we would take stock as in the Newcastle United legal team, which is very interesting because basically I think both sides are actually arguing that the, the, the arbitration is the main point 
and this cat case is, is kind of a side avenue. Um, it's just interesting that one wants a delay and one wants a, an actual start date. Yeah, and, and what what was really interesting, I think, was that you know the Premier League and the and and the St James's Holdings um, legal teams uh, arguing over points that you know substantive points of difference in in their two opinions. So, for example, we know that Newcastle United, you know, people around the, the consortium and, and all those kinds of brief that the PIF are still interested, or they they certainly have been until fairly recently. Um, but yeah, you had. St James Holdings Limited arguing that the PAF might not be interested still, even if arbitration goes for them. Now, for me, as, a, as a, an, a, an onlooker, that looks as if that was making that argument to try and convince the panel that this cat case has to go through rather than necessarily, um, you know, that being the the, uh, the belief of the consortium. Because, you know, I, I still think personally, from what I've heard, that the, the PAF would come back to the table if the arbitration goes the way of the of, of Newcastle United, but obviously you're seeing a different argument put um, to, to the panel today, and that and that was that was fascinating yeah. to me. But yeah, I think arbitration has to be the only it, it's it's the only route really because it's the one that is going to come up with a binding decision. Obviously, you know you can still probably challenge the uh, arbitration, um, but you're running out of avenues to go through then. And I think pretty much if the arbitration goes against um, the consortium, I think I think what will happen is then you know we, we will start to see. Mike Ashley exploring other avenues to say to sell, and you saw today. You know there was very much a um, you know hints from from the the legal team of St, St James's Holding that there have been credible offers for the for the football club below the amount that Mike Ashley wants to sell at. Um, that's part of the cat case is that if he ends up selling at a lower uh, a lower price, he will look for uh, compensation from the Premier League. So that was another interesting point. You know that that you know. It might not be that this con that this consortium uh, gets their hands on Newcastle United, but yeah, the, the other thing for me that I thought was very interesting was the Premier League referenced time, you know, several times that they felt that this um, the whole point of this this cat case was to exert pressure on them. Um, that's what that's their their opinion um, to to try and in some ways get the arbitration to go the way of uh, of, of Newcastle United and St James's Holdings. So you know, again, another. Another thing I think this has been reported quite a lot. It's very interesting that you know on a day when uh, you know a lot of people had said nothing will be said, nothing will be quite a lot of the reporting around it, quite a lot of the things that we've said, the analysis that we've had of it um, was there. You know what a lot of people now would say, well that's not new information, but it was confirmed in in um, in, in this in this cat case. And you know you've got to remember that we're all sitting here saying, look, it was, I thought, genuinely interesting. I don't know what people at home thought. I thought there were some, some quite big revelations there, which I wasn't expecting, actually. Um, but a lot of the really juicy stuff was confidential still today. So, you know, there was a reference at one point to the to the evidence uh, provided by Mike Ashley. I mean, I would absolutely love to read that evidence. It would be, you know, I think you'd probably have scoops for days and you'd probably be assured the, uh, you know, the, the Sports Reporter of the Year uh, Award right there if you got your hands on that and were able to publish it without... Um, without breaching any uh, any any uh, um, uh, confidentiality, of course you can't. But that will be absolutely fascinating if we if we hear that because Mike actually talking about this takeover in detail um, is the you know that manner from heaven. He's not actually spoken about it, and I would think he's got some very very strong opinions on it. So let's just talk about what kind of both sides wanted. We briefly uh, spoken about, but we'll just be clear here. So it seems to be St James's Holding Limited 
want a start date given for this competition case, but not until after arbitration. The Premier League are arguing that the case should be delayed, not necessarily thrown out by how I interpret it, but delayed until after arbitration so they don't have to uh, incur cost of the preparation for this competition case or distraction for the arbitration. And at that point, they seem confident, I think, that the arbitration will rule in their favour and therefore the competition case may not go ahead in their view. It's it's it's, it's the, fine margins. Yeah. yeah, well at the start well at the start of the day, um there were there were two aspects to what they were arguing, which I think was why their 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 case went so much longer than than the um the St James's holdings one did. And then the first one they were actually arguing on um jurisdiction. So they did say that they didn't think it didn't have merit. So there was the there was that argument and then they addressed the separate point which was that look if you decide that it it should go it should be delayed. So there was two two points there. And I think the first one was that this, this isn't with merit. It doesn't have any merit, um, that they don't believe that there is, they have incurred any um, any loss yet because um, the, the decision hasn't been made. They're sort of saying, well, it's still going through the processes. So I thought that was quite interesting as well, because obviously we've, we've been told, you know, that it's dead, it's dead in the water. And I think a lot of, a lot of the things that people have said definitively about this takeover, listening to the evidence today, if you're to say this is dead, it's over. I don't think what we've heard today would tally with that personally. Um, you know, you may say that it's a lot of legal arguments and procedural and administrative, but it didn't feel like that to me. So I think that was the, the two arguments, and, and and we'll see later. I, you know, feels to me as if that you know that there's a decision there. There's three options for the um, for the, uh, the panel. One, they throw it out, full stop. Two, they delay it until after the arbitration. Um, or three. They let it run now, but obviously it will it will run and it will probably happen simultaneously along alongside the arbitration. Um, but I could see how, from the arguments that Daniel Jowell came through with, how even if arbitration is thrown out, they could they they're arguing that it should still run because there would potentially be compensation due to to Mike Ashley. And of course, right at the start of it, when there was that skirmish over whether you know is St James's Holdings Limited separate from Newcastle United. The Daniel Jowell made it very clear that this is a case that Mike Ashley, you know, when you talk about a £10 million loss, it's not to Newcastle United, it's to Mike Ashley. Um, so a lot of very complex legal arguments, but that was my interpretation of it. Of course, we're allowed to talk, give our interpretation of it because it's a panel that are making the decision. So we're not prejudicing the panel because they won't sit and listen to this and be prejudiced. But obviously, if it was a, a jury case, we'd, we'd, we'd have to sit on this. So quite interesting, really. A lot of Legally, something new in my journalism career, but yeah, it, it felt like, um, you know, it felt like th there is there is one of, for me, it felt like there's one of three decisions that they can come to. It, it seems like there's definitely maybe the beginning of the end because it was mentioned by the Premier League's uh, QC, Adam Lewis, that uh, the, the arbitration could take as little as a week and there's hope for a rapid conclusion. I saw a lot of people laughing at that at that statement, that rapid's the new eminence, apparently. Um, but it, it, it's good that, you know, the hope is that a conclusion will come swiftly in January for the arbitration because I think, and you've already mentioned it, Mark, we've gone through months and months of this and um, I think everyone just wants a conclusion one way or, or, or the other. Some people asking, has today... Um, giving you any confidence in terms that this this is this is a good thing for the takeover? Well, I think until we know, until you know, there's so much there's so much confidential. You know, there was there was two or three points today where um, the the live stream was taken off for confidential information. 
we don't know what that confidential information is. We don't know, you know, is there is there some some things that you know are going to be discussed in the arbitration? And and bear in mind, one of the arguments for keeping arbitration um, uh, confidential is that it enables both legal sides to have very frank and robust um, arguments. So I think there's probably still quite a lot that we don't we don't know in terms of the arguments that can be made at arbitration. So in terms of knowing which way that decision is going to go, I don't think today's necessarily given us a lot of um, a lot of uh, clarity. But I think what's really clear is that the basic and, and clear question that the arbitration is going to address is whether um, Saudi state is, you know, can't be into, can't be taken um, apart from PIF. And if it isn't, then, um, then, then that, that deal is over. So I suppose it depends, really. I've seen a lot of people saying, well, the, the chairman of PIF is the, the de facto ruler of the Saudi state. So how can you separate those two? But then on the other side, you've heard that, that the consortium have, have at times got, um, uh, you know, clarification from the, the top ports in Saudi Arabia and delivered that to the Premier League. And why shouldn't that be enough? And I guess that's really why you've got the independent panel there is that they can make that decision rather than the Premier League's own lawyers. Um, so, like you said, I think this needs to be resolved one way or another. The club are clearly being damaged in the meantime. I mean, it's been 15 months and the way that the club is being at the moment is, is quite frankly, in my opinion, scandalous. It feels like it's a, a bit of a ghost shit, really, and it's being left to, to, in Steve Bruce's words, tick along while this gets resolved. Now, you know, that sounds in some ways, you know, maybe it's, it's, it's a strategy that the, that the club and Mike Ashley kind of think is the, a good way to keep this thing ticking along. But obviously, we know in reality it's, it's falling behind, um, and you know the fact that where they are in the league tells you exactly that. You know because they, they are in a relegation fight again this year with a lot of other teams. To be fair, but it needs a resolution. And, and what was quite interesting was the Premier League said themselves the, re the, the resolution probably it'll take a week. It will be done in their opinion in time for the end of the transfer window in January, which was the intention in July. Now, obviously, you know. If that was the intention in July, it did get pushed back. Could it get pushed back again? You never know, but you'd really hope it doesn't this time. Yeah, hopefully we get a conclusion. It's interesting you mentioned the separation issue there, Mark. Mr Lewis, the Premier League's QC, said today in the hearing that if the arbitration decides that the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia is not a director, then the transaction can and will go ahead with no questions of the owners and director's test being applied to KSA. So, I mean, that's always seemingly been the big issue. And it goes back to what you have just said there, how you know people have said to you, how can you separate it? I'm often in that kind of uh, party where you look at the website and he's top of the pyramid chain. And, you know, it's, it's one of those questions which I guess only this panel um, at the arbitration will be able to to rule on. Um, also interesting, Mark, that um, the, the St. James's Holden QC, Daniel Jowell, made the claim that the, the Premier League uh, threatened to kick Newcastle out of of the competition. He said that you know they they didn't follow through with their with their threat. What do you make of uh, of that claim? Well, that was a uh, a stick of dynamite that was laid under the uh, the whole proceeding, wasn't it? A very very interesting um, thing to hear, and probably shows. I mean, I mean, there wasn't a lot of context given to that. It was it's almost slipped in. My assumption would be that they were basically saying if you <clears throat> if you take us to the cap, then you are going outside the Premier League's rule books, and and the ultimate sanction for going outside of the Premier League rule books is is that um, you, you can be thrown out of the competition. When the Premier League's big six have 
set up a competition outside the Premier League and effectively in the ESL that threatens the whole nature of the Premier League. And they have, as of yet, not been threatened with even points deductions. Um, I find that absolutely you know, astounding that that, 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 was, that was mentioned. Obviously, I think probably the Premier League, it, I'm sure they won't respond to that because they'll, they'll, they'll hide behind the idea that it was, well, not hide behind, but they'll, they'll say, look, it's, it's part of a court case. We can't comment on it. We don't want to register it. But that, for me, is a huge, huge revelation. Realistic that they would do that? No, I don't think so because, you know, it just doesn't seem to me, like, as I said, if, if, if teams are setting up leagues um, that are outside the jurisdiction of a lot of these governing bodies, then how, how could you see them throwing Newcastle United out for, for, for taking them to court? But it does show how how heated I think things have got behind the scenes. You know, obviously all parties are, um, are you know, measured, I think, in what they say, although Mike Ashley's taken a few pops at the Premier League. But obviously behind the scenes, I think things have got very, very heated. And, and probably when all this ends and we get an idea of, what, of, of what's actually happened behind the scenes, it will be very interesting to, to see. Because I'm assuming a lot has gone on that we don't know about and, and a lot of it will be pretty explosive stuff. Thank you for tuning in to Everything is Black and White podcast. We'll get back to the show in just a moment. We just urge you guys to please subscribe to the podcast through whichever platform you use. Totally free to do. Just means every time we upload a new episode to our channel, you'll get a notification saying we've done just that and you can listen to it straight away. And if you get the chance to leave us a review as well, that would be much appreciated. That really does help us out. You can also follow Chronicle Live's new Cash United channels over on social media. We're at Chronicle NUFC on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can email us here at the show with your feedback, your comments, your questions, whatever. Just drop us a line at the EIBW podcast at reachplc.com. And you can also stay up to date with everything to do with the club by subscribing to our daily Newcastle United newsletter. That's also free. And you'll get a morning news roundup, an evening news roundup, and a breaking news alert as well. And that'll get emailed directly to your inbox. The link for that is in the show notes. Hit that, scroll down to sport-newcastle-united, tick the box, and you'll all be signed up. Once again, thank you for listening. And we'll now get back to the show. There's also the reference of BN, and you know, we knew the accusations were there that of, of the lobbying. Um, QC Daniel Jarrell mentioned it today in the hearing, and he said, and I'm quoting now, um, at the time the Premier League was reaching its decision, that's on the takeover, BN was in the midst of negotiations with the Premier League for another three-year rights deal. The factual foundation of the Premier League was improperly influenced, and it is not a fanciful one. It was very publicly reported at the time that BN Media Group actively lobbied the Premier League against the takeover of Newcastle. Um, and I, I, I guess in many ways that seems to be the main foundation of Mike Ashley and St James's Holding Limited argument that you know the Premier League was influenced by an outside body, and that is that is the main reason why the takeover didn't go through. Yeah, obviously the um, being sports, um, you know, are a major partner for for the Premier League. We saw what happened when um, Syria started working with Saudi Arabia. Obviously, took their Italian Super Cup there. Uh, being sports pulled out of the um, the, the the right to tender um, the um, Middle East rights for the for, for Syria. So, you know, is is there some merit in that? I don't know. It's the argument that the QCs put put, put across. No surprise, I think that, that 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 is their argument. We knew 
that was something that, that Newcastle United were unhappy with. They were the only club out of the 20 that voted against the, um, the, the being sports deal for the MENA rights for the next three years to, to go through. So it was pretty clear that that was, that was one of their arguments. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's now out there. It's 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 in public that, that that's one of the things that they've um, that they've, they've said. Whether that's right or not, I, you know, again, that all come out in the wash. I would I would assume um, if this cat case goes through, that that will be one of the major um, one of the major jury issues. You know, but if this cat case does go through, you know, it, I think it probably times by ten the kind of revelations and the interesting things that we've heard today. Probably times them by ten because I think you will you will hear in full. The, uh, the New Newcastle's argument for, for why this takeover didn't go through, and I would assume, like you said, that that they will they will allege not only being sports influence, but they also mentioned um, some members of the Premier League, you know, lobbying as well, which again is something that has been mentioned in the past, but um, you know, no meat on the bones of that one yet. And obviously, all those people probably deserve a right to reply as well. Another interesting point, just before you wrap up, you know, obviously. They've come into this and they're looking for damages. And one of the things that the hearing was speaking about was the, the market value of the club. And I think it was the, the price of the, the sale of the club. And it was referenced that it was kind of part of the sums was done on other offers that Mike Ashley had had. So clearly there's interest from other parties. But his, his mindset is that he's going to sell it to the Saudi back consortium and nobody else. We've known that for months. And it was just interesting, though, to hear from the QC, um, who at least he, he inferred that there had been other interested parties who had come to Mike Ashley at some point over the last months, 18 months, whatever it is, to say, you know, I would like to, 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 to buy Newcastle United. Yeah, I mean, you know, the club could have been sold three or four, well, could, the club could have been sold 10 times over since Mike Ashley, yeah, since Mike Ashley took over. It's, it's, it's sort of credible people. You know, we know that, and Stavey's already had one bid rejected. She, she's probably got in with others, I would think, before she got she got Saudi uh, on the table. But Mike Ashley's sticking to his price. He's sticking to what he thinks he's, he's got. He's he managed to get it from from a group that he thinks will take Newcastle United forward. And that's the big, I think, the big issue here. And that's why he hasn't sold to anybody else because he feels like he has got on the table an offer from from Saudi Arabia. But obviously, you heard another thing that was mentioned in there was. If the deal goes back on, would it be in different terms? Would it be in cheaper terms? Um, you know, it's in Mike Ashley's interest today to argue that he could potentially lose money on a, on a deal that was, that was going on because he wants to get this competition's case through. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he could have sold. He could have sold. And, and I think that's not a revelation to, to most of us. Um, but yeah, you know, the, 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 probably the offers and getting those offers through has, been, has always been the big thing with, with Mike Ashley. And, you know, again, I think he's he's a difficult person to do business with uh, when it comes to selling Newcastle United from from all the from all the information that we've heard. Well, there we have it. Very interesting day. Um, Mark, do you just want to sum up your, your thoughts on it? Just to give us a conclusion. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, well, what's what I'm what I'm pleased about is that, that, that there's been some clarity for Newcastle United fans talking about a lot of things um, over the course of 18 months and there's been very little evidence a very little you know very little actual public discussion of it I mean to me the big revelation is the arbitration date why that couldn't be communicated before now I don't know why there can't be more public um, discussion of this I don't know why has it had to come to this why have we had to sit around a live stream 
from a cap case to find out some scraps of information about something that's absolutely huge for tens of thousands of people in the northeast i don't know and that that to me is the saddest thing about today is that you know why is it why does it take this for us to get some clarity and why are the premier league trying to keep so much of it confidential and why is there not some form of system where this kind of thing can be played out a little bit in public yeah i'm just happy that we've got a date and hopefully we will get a conclusion. I know every time I say this, people say, well, do you not want the takeover to go through? I just want this to, to end as a reporter and, and, and a fan okay. as well because we've been through it so long now that, like you say, if this avenue closes, there's a potential of a sale to another person who, who won't have to go through all this. And, you know, you know, there are questions to be asked, but hopefully come uh, the second week of January, we'll have some answers, hopefully be um, some positive ones, but nevertheless, it'll be a closed chapter on what has been... Um, yes, a tedious um, 12 months or so. Okay. You guys watching. Uh, go on, Mark, do you, have, do you want to, were you just agreeing with that point? Yeah, no, I think it, tedious is the word. Um, <laughs> you know, that's why I think probably we're all sitting here today. We undersold today, didn't we? We all said there was going to be nothing being said. Um, and there was. Probably the whole takeover saga, We've all, it's been oversold, hasn't it, a little bit? And nothing's actually happened. Whereas today you saw the opposite thing where we said, oh, nothing interesting to be said. And there was actually a few interesting things said. And all-important arbitration day. Most certainly. And to you guys watching, thank you very much to you guys listening later on the podcast. Please remember to like and subscribe and thank you for tuning in. And head over to chroniclelive.co.uk where we will have all the reactions to a very interesting day for Newcastle United regarding the Saudi back takeover. All the, the quotes and stuff from the CAC competition are up there on our website and all the analysis from Mark, from Kieran and Lee as well will be up there. So please do go and check that out. <laughs>